wrapping up the pregame show as we apologize for a little bit of a late start and that wonderful T-word, technical difficulties. <laughs> I got to love it, right? Uh, no. <laughs> no. No and no. Oh, no. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Studio engineer Matt Embry and I have spent more phone time than I would care to uh, share about. That's fair. So, That's fair. But bless his heart for all his hard work and to Bob Henning, our studio uh, chief engineer, for their assistance in trying to get things. But Vince D'Addario did the save. This is better than a hockey game. You know, he, he got the save with the... Uh, Hook up number two. That's right. We're ready to go. So uh, you come into my house, you know, we, yes. we get you hooked up. Yes. You should have had this taken care of weeks ago. <laughs> I know, right? Okay. Okay, starting lineup. Riley, they will go with Marvin Schindler, the freshman. Damarion Spann, a senior. Sharon Chisholm, a senior. Caleb Francis, a junior. And A.J. Williams, a senior. It was also senior night a little earlier. And the Cats work it down on the baseline. And then back out topside for a jumper, but it's missed and rebounded by Tommy Herringer. A late decision from head coach Ron Heklinski on who he intended to start, but he chose to go with Brady Williams and Brady Fisher on the uh, last two players decided upon, along with Ward, Jones, and Tommy Herringer. A jumper down in the middle of the paint by the K-Men is missed up no good, and a rebound tapped off the hand of Brennan Williams and controlled by Riley. The Cats top side three ball launch, missed there by Span. Long rebound comes out to Arthur Jones. Jones on the push, looks to the right side. Now dribbles that way and sets the caveman offense as they go right to left, shooting at the South Basket here at Riley High School. On the south side of South Bend. Just underway, we are scoreless. Baseline dribble drive, hook pass inside to Herringer. Turning, jumping, shooting, and scoring. Tommy Herringer with a nice turnaround jumper to put the caveman on the board 2 to nothing as they look for win number 13 on this season. Well, I'll tell you what, Tommy Herringer got the ball on the block and he was looking for some contact and there was nobody there. And uh, he was just turned around and was almost surprised by it, put the shot up and it went down. Dribble drive from the left wing area, out top side, he just chisholm to Span. Span now to Francis, the dribble penetrate, dishes away, running layup, scoop layup by Schindler. The freshman misses no good, rebound, pavement. Here comes Ward, Ward to Jones, Jones right in the lane, running, jumper, it's gone! What a nice running jumper against a double team of Cat defenders. And Arthur Jones is going to draw the foul and shoot an old-fashioned three-point play. Well, I'll tell you what, that was almost a no-look kind of a scoop layup that uh, that went down, and I believe Caleb Francis is going to be yeah, exactly right. And Caleb Francis is going to get his first foul and the Wildcats' first foul of the night. Four nothing, Mishawaka here on the road. They are 12 and seven. Riley 10 and 11, looking to snap a five-game losing streak here tonight. Mishawaka is looking for their first win against Riley in 20 meetings. Wow. a long time since January of 2006. Baseline drive, good post lob to A.J. Williams. He gets double teamed by Herringer and by Williams, and a caveman foul will be whistled on Tommy Herringer. His first team's first. 6-0-3 first quarter here from Riley High. It's four zip for the visitors from Mishawaka. Yeah, that's going to put uh, A.J on the line, an you know, opportunity to get the Cats on the board here. Now the last Mishawaka win was at the cave against Riley on January 3rd, 2006. That's when Rob Berger, current veteran coach at Marion yeah. High, but yeah. Rob Berger was the head man at Mishawaka, and they won 57-56. Wow, he was a tight one then too. The last 44 middies, Riley's won 35 of those. Free throw number two up, no after hitting the first of the pair. 
And here come the Cavemen after a scramble for that loose ball. So Williams hits one of two to make it a 4-1 ball game at 5.50 first quarter. Baseline Ward gets bumped, no foul. Outright ring to Williams. Williams topside to Herringer. Herringer spins, spins, dribble penetration left hand. Double team kicks it out to Williams. He'll try to dribble penetrate and then slip the pivot foot. And well, they're going to call a foul. I thought that might have been a travel. I did too. Really could have gone either way, but they're going to they're going to get a foul called and uh, they're going to call that one on on Demarion Span. Span, a six foot senior, picks up his first team second. And it is senior night here at Riley, so all the seniors getting the start. Inbounds, Ward to Williams, muscles up the jumper off the baseline, left miss, no. Rebound, Williams, A.J. Williams on the push, puts on the brakes, right side, down left side, turns, spins, puts it up, and a triple team of defense results in a blocking foul on the caveman. Well, it was actually really good help side defense there for Mishawaka because A.J. Williams had a great shot at the basket, and by the time he wanted to put that shot up, <laughs> there, was, there was no room to put it up. Williams foul his first, team second. 5-27 first quarter, just underway here from Riley High School. A non-conference game. Seems so strange. That's so still. strange. That's yeah. Outside, long range three is good <laughs> by Demarion or uh, by Span rather. Demarion Span with a long range missile from three, and it works. Not in at four. Center floor, Brady Fisher. First touch for him tonight, not a war. Double team, fires to Fisher. Bounce pass to Herringer. Great ball movement by the Cayman and score. Well, that was all about the ball movement. I mean, it was quick decisions, good bounce passes, and wide open Herringer underneath. Three passes, no dribbles, and it's a 6-4 Cayman lead. Deep left wing, three ball launch, missed by Span. Weak side rebound, Herringer. Outlets to Jones. Jones against the double team. Has the ball knocked away from behind. Stolen by Chisholm. Chisholm outlets. Here come the Cats at the floor. Dribble drive, right side runner by Schindler up no good rebound AJ Williams puts it back up on the hook try no and recycled up and in by Caleb Francis and Francis with the left-handed tip in Caleb Francis is going to be the dirty work guy he's going to be in there to get those boards be physical with whoever's underneath and just get those those tip in baskets if possible 6-6 six, six, tie Brady Fisher with it right wing goes center floor to the caveman point guard Arthur Jones Mishawaka leading score at 14 per game Jones dribbles Drive, scoops it with a good lead in. Arthur Jones has got four and a basket, and now a whistle of the stoppage in play. Oh, and I'm not sure what the whistle was. It was a play game one. Was it? Okay. I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm they, guessing. They, yeah, he's the referee's going over to the table. They always put that in the book because you know you only get one warning. So at least it's not a flop warning. Absolutely. Oh, there actually we got a technical. So it's going to be a technical foul wow. on Arthur Jones. He apparently said something in a taunting variety or a magic word that the, yeah, right. the official said, no, 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 enough is enough. And Marvin Schindler is going to go to the free throw line, the 5'5", 125-pound freshman. <laughs> and he's, he might be all that soaking wet. Hits the free throw. Tonight's game brought to you in part by Midland Engineering Company and by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. If you're in the market to buy, sell, or refinance your home, call Kevin Putz, First Midwest Mortgage at 287-1152. Second Chiller free throw up and good. And now possession on the technical foul. So Jones, who hit the basket after the, and it was a great move left of the lane. Absolutely. He took it down the left of that. It's almost too easy. Yeah. Scored his fourth point, made it an 8-6 game, but said something. 
And that drew the immediate whistle from the official and the technical and the free throws and now Riley possession. And the work at left point and the running jumper for Marvin Schindler who gets a four point play as he scores that field goal, <laughs> makes it 10-8. Caveman trailed by two. Fisher dribbles, double team, kicks it out, bounce pass, reverse right side, layup it in by Mookie Ward. Good awareness by Fisher where Ward was on the cutter and he gets the assist with Ward's first two. Baseline dribble drive, down the middle of the lane, little scoop pass out to Francis, now outside for three, launched by Chisholm, missed by Chisholm, rebound Mookie Ward, and then a little silly foul there by A.J. Williams for a reach-in foul after possession, had gone to the caveman, and that will be Williams first, and the third on the Cats of Ryland. Yeah, you're right, it's silly foul, the ball was already in the possession of Mishawaka, not really where you want to waste a foul, especially when you're the only really true big man on the Wildcat roster. Substitution, Mishawaka will go to the bench where Sean Johnson will sub in for Brady Fisher. And the inbounds, waiting, waiting. Johnson leans in and gives it to freshman Jackson Snyder, who also checked in during that dead ball. Now up the floor, Johnson works the pass mark left into the corner to Snyder. 3-16 first quarter, we're not at 10-10. Jackson Snyder, right side out of Rashawn Johnson. Johnson back center floor to Jackson. Jackson and Johnson, and now Jackson Snyder with it. And Johnson with it, left to the lane. Out the top of the floor, ball knocked away. Herringer chases down the backcourt, saves the ball. He'll take it down the middle of the lane, kicks it outside to Jackson Snyder. He'll try to dribble, penetrate, nothing there. Good hustle back defense by the Wildcats. Center floor, Jackson Snyder. Outside gives it up. Mookie Ward, topside Herringer, launches three, misses three. Rebound collected by A.J. Williams for Riley. They'll wait for traffic to clear. Chisholm with it, now gives it away. Schindler races up the floor and gets bumped and fouled from behind by Jackson Snyder. That'll be his first. That was almost a reaction foul there by Snyder. He got beat off the dribble and kind of a freshman mistake there. When you get beat off the dribble, you kind of get a little too handsy, ends up pushing Schindler and picks up the foul. So Riley under head coach Alex Daniel in his second season. Mind you, when Mark Johnson left after the 2016-17 season, after a 19-3, they have had one, two, three, four coaches. Alex Daniel's the fourth in what now is five years. He's the only one that made it a second year after all those guys. It's been Jared a revolving Graham, door here at Riley. Jared Drake, Andre Owens, the former Wildcat, and now Alex Daniel in the second year, the former Bethel College assistant. Dribble drive down the right side of the lane. Runner missed by Schindler. Rebound pulled down by Mishawaka. Snyder controls, goes to Johnson, alley you back door to Cooper, picks it, great feed in the lob in, touch, chip in, alley you for two. Well, yeah, and you kind of you kind of forget about Cooper Pritchett when he's on the on the court on the offensive side of things because he's not really in there for his offensive ability. But that was a great play by 12. Now the left wing running jumper put up and scored there by Brendan Williams, a JV call up. Kind of like getting called up from the minors in baseball. But Williams <laughs> with a very depleted Riley roster. Yeah. Getting the nod here by second year coach Alex Daniel. Yeah, a couple of subtractions uh, from the roster over the last few weeks. And sometimes you got to dip into that JV crew and, and kind of fill, fill the need a little bit. And uh, that's exactly what Riley did. And the biggest hole for that Wildcat roster is Isaiah Robinson, six oh, yeah. senior with a broken hand about six games ago. And he's hoping to get back in time for playoffs, but uh, that's going to be tough. Herringer left wing three, misses, rattles in and out. No, 
Weak side rebound, Cooper Pritchett forces it back up. No, keeps the rebound alive. And the rebound tips out to Schindler and Riley. They'll go transition. Runner by Schindler missed. Tipped up no by Francis missed. And the rebound by Harrigan for Mishawaka. He'll run it up the floor himself through the center R here at Riley. Now to Johnson. Oh, behind the back dribble. And now slows it up. Gives it to Mookie. Ward! Oh, no, on the three. Ward with his fifth point. Yeah, that puts Mishawaka up by two. 15-13, baseline right, dribble drive is he, the dribble man. Schindler will crash into Cooper Pritchett, and Cooper Pritchett very surprised at the defensive blocking foul. Yeah, honestly, that one could have gone either way, and I would not have been surprised if it was a uh, player control foul on Schindler. He was leaning in when he shot that ball and, and looked like a pretty stationary Cooper Pritchett, but Schindler's going to go to the line to shoot a pair. He's already two for two from the line. Pritchett, the sophomore, with two, or checked out two points and one foul so far. Actually, five cavemen have one foul each. Five on the team, four against Riley at 106 to go first quarter. With Vince Tadario, I'm Brian Miller. Glad to have you with us here tonight. High school basketball on 96 won the ton, a Saturday edition. And the second free throw by Schindler up and good. 15-14 in favor of the guests. Now Schindler's going to take a seat. Inbounds, Mishawaka. Bookie Ward, the junior, will walk it up the floor from right to left. Ward with it, works to the right side. Top of the circle now to Herringer. Under 50 seconds to play in the period. Jackson Snyder. Snyder with it to Ward, top of the circle. Now to Snyder. Snyder looking right, directing traffic. One dribble and a long pass that way to Johnson. Now goes back reverse left to Mookie Ward, who hit the three there just moments ago. Ward will reset the offense with a dribble back out between the rings. Kaven trying to set him an inside screen, nothing there. Outside of Rashawn Johnson. Rashawn Johnson gets tied up by a couple defenders, and then trips and falls over defender Jalen Vivera. And Barbera will pick up his first foul. Fifth on the team, each team guilty of five fouls here in early first quarter. Actually, late first quarter with 28 ticks in the period. Inbounds, Jackson Slider, the caveman freshman. Works it now to the hash mark left side, takes it down the left of the lane, tries to dribble inside, bobbled the ball, Cooper Pritchett picked it up and lays it up and in. Cooper Pritchett right doing, right yeah, doing what Cooper Pritchett does, just kind of getting open, doing what he needs to do underneath the basket, ends up putting it home for two. Came in by three, six seconds, top of the circle, span, outlets to Schindler, check out to Williams, who nailed the three at the horn. Brandon Williams, in late here in the period, comes up with five big points to give his Riley Wildcats a tie after one here from the south side. After one from Riley High School, our score, Mishawaka and South of Riley. The Wildcats and Cavan not in 17-17. You're to Mishawaka Cavan basketball on 96 1 the top. Brady Fisher will inbounds the basketball with Mishawaka getting to start with the alternate possession here in the period. Cooper Pritchett with it, top of the circle, goes on the handoff to Mookie Ward, gets double teamed, gives to Fisher, will dribble penetrate on the baseline. Nothing there, kicks it back out left corner, try right point to Pritchett. Pritchett center for to Jones. 
Jones directs all the traffic, goes to work on the left hash mark, lob top side to Brady. Brady Fisher on the dribble, goes to the right side against the Riley Wildcat, man-to-man -man defense. In the paint, Mookie Ward falling down, kicks it out left baseline, dribble drive, and Jones. He's going to step on the baseline. Out, out of, of bounds, bounds with yep. it right there on the D, and Wildcats <laughs> on the baseline. Yep. Vince, any numbers or thoughts on the first quarter? Well, I tell you what, uh, Mishawaka is actually shooting the ball really, really well, over 60%, whereas only 33% for the Wildcats, but it's still 17-17 game. Chisholm kicks it out to Bavera, who will launch a three and nail a three. And he's he's the second freshman who usually gets the start, but since it is senior night, he was the, uh, the one elected to, to sit the pine to start things off. He was the first man off the bench, That's, and certainly... Yes. Made his presence done with that three-pointer to give Riley a lead of three, and now a topside mass confusion on who was the cutter to the basket, and a bad pass by Mishawaka from the top of the key. Results of the ball going out of bounds to Riley. So Mishawaka turnover, and a K-man substitution. You'll see Rashawn Johnson re-enter the lineup, and Brady Fisher will take a seat. Just underway, a minute into our second quarter, 20-17, Southland Riley on the home court with the lead. Topside, Bavera. Ball fakes, dribble fakes, and now kicks it back out left point to Chisholm. Chisholm works against Arthur Jones. Chisholm puts his shoulder down, tries to lean in with the dribble, nothing there. Back outside to Williams. Williams gives it up to Baird. Baird center court. And now Riley resets the offense again. Barbera tries to dribble penetrate against Mookie Ward. Came in doing a good job of defense and being very physical. And now a dribble in the lane. Ball went off the foot of Tommy Herger. Stolen by the Cayman. They'll try the transition. And the running layup left side is up and good by Sean Johnson. Yeah, it was a nice transition there by Mishawaka. Able to get that loose ball and quickly get it up court. No dribbles. And, and Johnson able to put it home. Second big possession where they scored off of a no-dribble offense after uh, getting control of the basketball. Top of the circle, Francis. We thought about it. 20-19, Cats by one with six minutes till halftime. Center floor, Barbera. Goes hash mark. Right now the left side, it is Chisholm. Dribble penetrates, runs into a crowd, wow. and puts it up with contact and more. The senior gets his first two, and the cat lead here at Riley is 22 to 19. That's one of those shots where if you're a coach, you're like, I don't know, but that's a great choice, great and then it shot. kind of banks down. You're okay, good job. Uh, just like we worked in practice, right? <laughs> William picks up defense on the dribble drive there by Mishawaka, and a running pull-up jumper by Mookie Ward results in a three-hopper, a friendly soft roll on the road. And his basket makes it 22-21. Riley back the other way. Barbera rolling pull-up jumper. 16-footers off the mark. Too strong. He gets his own rebound, though, with a good follow-up. Barbera works right side against Mookie Ward. Goes center court now to Chisholm. Chisholm looks left, goes left. The catch, the fake, the dribble by Baird. Goes out, goes in, goes to the baseline. Forces up a jumper against the double team. Well, they're really letting it play underneath. And yeah, the ball man. goes out of bounds. Woo. Touch last by Riley. No, touch last by the caveman. Oh, he, I thought he motioned to the left. Meaning, and, and since we're on radio, the left would mean it would have been Mishawaka basketball, but uh, they're going to keep it with with uh, with Riley. Speaking of left, Southpaw Brendan Williams will check in the lineup for Mishawaka. Tommy Herringle will get a chair for Mishawaka veteran head coach Ron Hicklinski, wrapping up his fifth and final season at Mishawaka in his 30th year overall. The inbounds by Chisholm is deflected straight into the air and back out of bounds. It was deflected there by Arthur Jones. Now there's some chirping going on on the inbounds. 5.06 till the half. 22-21, Southland Riley looking for win number 10 on their number 11 rather on the season. And the inbounds is blocked by Rashawn Johnson out of bounds. 
Inbounds to Barbera. His shot was blocked. Sean Johnson's defense has certainly improved since the early stages, and now the officials, after that little scramble, are going to discuss it. Well, I'm not really sure what the discussion was about. It was a uh, a block shot that went out of bounds. I mean, it seemed pretty clear cut. They were kind of looking up at the basket like it maybe hit the stanchion or something along those lines. But in the college game, this is when they're normally talking about the shot clock, but we don't have that right. situation in high school. Very weird situation. Now nothing comes of the conference at the scores table and an inbounds by Riley. They'll come baseline right into Williams. Outlet to Barbera. Tries the three, misses three. Weak side rebound caught and reshot there by Schindler. No. And Cooper Pritchett had the rebound, but lost it out of bounds. Lots, was, lots of second chance opportunities here for Riley, and they have yet to put it down. But I think this is going to be the third or fourth opportunity they're going to have on this possession. And the inbounds off the ball, a whistle and foul against Riley. Yeah, I think they're going to call Peyton that Baird on that one. That was off the ball, too. Yeah, moving screen. Peyton Baird, the 6-4 sophomore. First foul. So Riley, a team that was a sectional champion, won 19 games last year with a very seasoned and very talented lineup. Including some kid named eight seniors, Eight seniors on that team. Yeah, yeah, he, he's average. He's, he's average. doing okay. Yeah, at Notre Dame. Yeah, under the Golden Dome, as a freshman, oh. the starting lineup. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, right. Dribble at top of the circle, ball deflected, loose ball picked up. Caveman go on the attack, and Brendan Williams gets hammered as he goes up for the shot right baseline. He'll shoot a couple. And Peyton Barrett's gonna pick up his second foul in about 30 seconds. On that one, it's going to send Williams to the line to shoot a pair. And that's seventh on Riley here with 4.33 to go first quarter. It is 22-21. Riley on the home court leading. That's after a first quarter that's almost finished eight minutes at 17-17 time. Brennan Williams at the stripe. The Cavemen have had their struggles at the line this year as a squad, just 61%. Well, they actually up on the board, they put Barbera uh, with the foul. But I, I didn't you see a fist when he we. I could have sworn he put a fist up, but I'll, I'll go with the scoreboard and see what happens. Substitution, Cooper Pritchett takes the chair, and Jackson Snyder sub back, subs back in. And the second free throw after the first miss by Williams hits the bullseye to tie it at 22. Now Riley will shuffle some players in and out. Denarian Span, a six-foot senior, will first be asked for the proper protocol tucking the shirt in, and then he will inbound the basketball. Always an issue. Span to Barbera, back to Span. Shy of the timeline. Came in putting on a diamond and one backcourt press. They lob to the baseline, forecourt Barbera. Reverse skip pass right to left to Schindler. He'll dribble penetrate, kicks it outside. Williams catches, Williams shoots, and Williams scores. His second triple is eight point off the bench. Up from the JV squad, I think he's made an impression. Yeah, he actually, that's his third three. All, all of his shots are threes. He's three for three from beyond the arc. So make that nine, and now down on the baseline, dribble drive by Brendan Williams, but a basket that will not count. It did go in, but a basket that will not count. He fell before the shot, a two-hand shove by a Riley defender. <laughs> yeah, he, he got all of that one, and I, I try to go off of what the referee says. He held up the fist again, so I'm assuming that that's on Peyton Baird. But on the board, yeah, it hasn't come up yet. It's been up. Uh, the, that one's been up there. But it's the eighth foul against the Cats at 4:03 before halftime. 25-22 and 25-22 it will stay as the front of the one-on-one is missed by Brennan Williams and the rebound down to Riley. Here come the Cats into the forecourt. The work at left side. Barbera dribble penetrates, bottled it, saved it. 
back outside to Schindler. Schindler to Barbera again, right in the lane. They'll reset the offense now with Brandon Williams. There's Brandon Williams for Mishawaka and Brandon for Riley. If you think you're confused, how do you think I feel? Because we have a gate in front of us that we're looking through Yes, as well, that's, so. that's a very good point. And they just called a foul. And now the Cats are also going to go to the bench for a number 12 that's not on my roster. Actually, that's uh, Simpson is the, is the last name. And inbounds to the Cavemen. Again, Simpson, the rest of his teammates. 3.35 before the half, and it's a three-point Riley lead. They'll settle back in the man-to-man -man as Arthur Jones walks it across the backcourt into the forecourt down. Deep right side to Rashawn Johnson. Johnson left point to Herringer. Ball fakes out, dribbles in, wide open running length. He gets hammered, and what a great ball fake. Got A.J. Williams faked out, and he was beat by a step and a half by Herringer, no and he'll draw the foul. Yeah, you don't usually see uh, Herringer off the dribble like that, but uh, a really well-done job by uh, Tommy Herringer. And Williams is going to pick up his second foul. Ninth on the team. And Tommy Herringer will go to the free throw line to try to add to his four-point total on the night. On the season, Tommy averages right around seven points and it's seven rebounds per contest. First free throw is good. I think halftime I'm going to have to go down and double-check the foul situation. It's probably a good idea <laughs> for a lot of reasons. The totally unofficial stats yes. because we had some T word technical issues yes. getting on the air and to say our pregame preparation went quickly into the garbage disposal. Second Herringer free throw good. 25-24 with 317 here in the first half. AJ Williams, a little handoff as Spine runs by. Span with the basketball. Works on the left side. Goes top of the circle out of Williams. He's been red hot with nine first half points. Outside now to Schindler. Schindler tries to dribble on Snyder. Now running scoop pass in the baseline. Dribble drive Williams. Lost it. Bobbled. Oh, oh. Almost walked with it. And then in try the fake out and give it in. Threw it away. Untouched out of bounds. I, I think the uh, Mishawaka faithful thought he dragged that pivot foot a little bit, but then he and threw it out of bounds. So. Guilt <laughs> yeah. that he should turn it over. Right. But either way, possession Mishawaka there trailing by a point. That court, Arthur Jones. Long lob up the floor to midcourt. Outside, Mookie finds a wide open Jackson Snyder. Missing a three, right wing, and rebound Riley. Here come the Cavs. Chisholm up the floor. Chisholm to Span. Span in the corner. Back out center floor to Simpson. Simpson goes to Span again. Deep left point. Dribble penetrates around Jackson Snyder. Gives it to Simpson, who slips and falls down. Saves his possession. Out to Span. Three ball up. Boom. Badly missed. Rebound Mookie Ward. Two-handed outlet pass up the floor. Half-court catch. Half-court shoot. Three balls. Good. Arthur Jones. Literally dribbled about two steps across the timeline and nailed it from what would be the back row volleyball line. Yeah, that, that was a long range. No three. doubt. And I don't think anybody in the gym thought he was going to pull the trigger and ended up doing so. And a pass inside to Williams. Intercepted by Ward. Ward up the floor. Lobbed to Harriger. Catches. Misses the layup. Rebound. Caveman. Harriger just gave up and made it so easy that he missed the bunny. Outside, Rashawn Johnson catch and shoot three. Fires up a brick off the front of the rim. No good. Caveman misses a huge chance yeah. to extend the lead to maybe more, but it's a two-point lead with a minute 35 till halftime. Yeah, could have made it a two-possession game going into half, and uh, still only two points. Dribble drive span, and he gets hacked and fouled in the middle of the lane as he was dribbling from the right hash mark, or right side, rather, 
back across the lane, trying to get to that left baseline. And a caveman foul defensively on Mookie Ward, his first, sixth on the team. And that's just going to be a on the floor foul, so just an out of bounds situation for Com Riley. Common foul at 90 seconds of the first half, 27 25 Mishawaka here on the road, looking for win number 13 on the season against seven defeats. In the wing left, span, ball fakes, dribbles, goes in. Two cavemen were able to block the shot, Arthur Jones and Brady Fisher. And now Span is a little slow in getting up. He got pounded. Yes, he did. And I, I think part of it was like, are you kidding me? I didn't get a call. I'm going to be slow to get up here. <laughs> Span now will trigger the baseline inbounds. But first, a stoppage in play as Cooper Pritchett will sub back in for Tommy Herringer. At a minute 20 in the half. Or check that. Yes, in the first half. The inbounds. High lob center court to the Cats and Schindler. He'll dribble once. He'll fire the tray and he'll get it. Yeah, Marvin Schindler, once he feels like he's hot, he will shoot it from all over the court. I haven't seen that kind of confidence in a freshman in a really, really long time. He's got eight. 28-27. Cats regain the lead, and a bad pass by the freshman Jackson Snyder to a non-cutting Brady Fisher. Goes untouched out of bounds right to the Riley bench. So possession to Riley. One minute exactly to go here in period number two. 28-27 Riley. Shy of the timeline, walking it patiently. Schindler through the center circle. And picked up defensively by Jackson Snyder. Caveman, man to man. Jump pass right side. Span, thought about a three. Dribbles back outside now. 42 seconds. Alex Daniel up off the far side from the Riley bench, shouting some instructions. Span still with that dribble. Being picked up there by Mookie Ward. Now he'll go on the attack and a reach in foul on the Caveman double down. And Mookie Ward's going to pick that one up. It's going to be his second. And that, that's going to—that's the seventh team foul, so it's going to be a one-and-one -one situation for Riley. JV game earlier tonight, the preliminary game before senior festivities, went to Mishawaka. An impressive road win there for the JVers, 54-48. to And the first free throw up and no good. And we will have one more coming up at halftime. Mishawaka Education Foundation halftime report. We'll check scoring statistics and more with Vince Tedario. And maybe most importantly, second free throw on two tries. Span misses them both. The rebound out of Mishawaka. But coming up will be an update on the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard. Lots of high school basketball. Some big, big games in girls high school hoop today. We'll just tell you this much. The South and Washington Panthers are going to Indy next weekend. Notre Dame basketball. And uh, when we come back, we'll also we'll talk about some uh, IHSA state championship wrestling. Great performance by one K-Man in particular. Arthur Jones down to the baseline, dribbles, and finally turns and spins. He worked that clock from the 22nd mark with the dribble out top side. And in about four seconds, he started to cut through the lane. And then at the last second, he was hacked and fouled by a Riley defender. And Arthur Jones, with seven points, will go to the stripe and shoot a pair with 2.3 ticks in the period and the first half. Yeah, chance to take the lead here going into half for Mishawaka. Arthur Jones yet to shoot a free throw tonight. Right-handed dominant, floats this one up and short. He had his, he's, he's rather had his ups and downs at the free throw line this season. Substitution, you'll see Malik Richardson, 6'1 junior, sub in. And he'll recheck in because he didn't do it the right way at the scores table. <laughs> it's on your home floor, man. You gotta know how to check in. I don't think, 
Malik doesn't get a ton of playing time, so maybe he's just not used to how it works out. But I think uh, Riley wants to make sure they get the rebound here. Second free throw by Jones that could tie the game. He missed the first. Second one's on the way. It is up. It is no good. Rebound tapped up. Controlled by Riley. Outletted by Francis. And the long half-court shot is up no good as we go to halftime. So Riley trying to snap a five-game losing streak and hoping to continue their winning ways against Mishawaka. 20 wins by the Cats in a row. They lead it here at halftime. South of Riley, 28. Mishawaka, 27. We invite you to stay tuned. Our halftime report is coming up next. We'll take this two-minute timeout here first on your home for Mishawaka K-Man basketball. 96-1, the time. Back with Vince D'Addario, I'm Brian Miller. So we were interrupted in the halftime numbers with Vince, but That's we'll okay. check up on some numbers. It was 28-27, Riley with the lead, and we turn the page to quarter number three. Cats with the lead and possession, and not a good start to the period as Riley gets it against a Mishawaka trap in their forecourt. Demarion Spann got tied up and forced Alex Daniel to burn a timeout. Yeah, you don't want to really burn a 30-second timeout 11 seconds into the half. But, but you don't really want to turn over. But you don't want to turn over either. And, and that, I believe, is the first timeout by either team. So plenty of timeouts to go around here in the second half. Hey, fans, best remember tomorrow is a draw. The draw for the 112th annual right. IHSAA Boys State Basketball Tournament will be tomorrow at 5 o'clock on IHSA TV. Certainly the draw will be very, very critical for these two schools and the other four that will participate in the class 4A section of number three down at Plymouth. Three teams with winning records, three teams with sub-500 records. This Riley Wildcat team is the defending sectional champion and they're tonight here looking to snap a five-game losing streak. They've not won since January 26th at Elkhart, 67-63. Well, I'll tell you what, I feel like this sectional is wide open, but that's... That's a discussion for another day, but uh, this might be the most competitive sectional that we've seen in a long time. And after the Riley timeout, Caleb Francis works it from the outside in down the middle of the lane, and he's bumped and fouled by Tommy Herringer and actually by Mookie Ward. Yep. And Ward will pick up his third foul. Yes. And I did get some foul clarification in the first half uh, for Riley. Uh, Barbera uh, ended up, he had two fouls, and Baird has three. So we had that one mixed around. Or I did. I'll take credit for both of us. So did I. <laughs> Free throw is good, and it makes it miss the first, hit the second. One of two yes, sir. opportunities. And Caveman go to work down. Backboard, Brady Fisher. He worked shy of the timeline, now across the equator. Brings it hash mark left side to Jones. Jones fakes out, goes in, dribbles down the middle of the lane, runner on the left side, a great move. A little bunny hop through the defense, did not get a travel against him. It was a great move, Arthur Jones has got nine. His first points of the half to tie it at 29. Out deep right side now to Schindler. Schindler to Span, Span pulls that three and nails it. Just outside the arc on the wing left, Span was six, and it's 32-29 Riley looking again to snap a five-game losing skin and even the record at 11-11. Center for Jackson Snyder. Deep bounce pass, right point to Arthur Jones. Jones, ball fakes in, looks out, goes to Fisher. Catching, shooting, rimming, no. Rebound tap, tap by Herringer. Loose ball squirts out, picked up on the loose ball by Chisholm. Chisholm on the push, down the middle of the lane. Ball stolen by Fisher. Fisher to Jones, Jones back to Critchett. Pretty layup is good. 
Great transition again. Another key steal and score with very little dribbling and good ball sharing that came in within one at 32-31. I'll tell you what, Cooper Pritch is doing a really good job of, of finishing some of these fast breaks and, and getting taking advantage of his opportunities. Deep post pass on the block. Richardson turning, spinning, jumping, shooting, and scoring. It was ugly because he hit it off the square and it rattled around and in. A home floor friendly roll. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that rim down there on the south side has been awfully friendly tonight to both teams. 34-31 Wildcats in the corner. Snyder goes to Fisher and a blocking foul defensively on Chisholm for Riley. Just the first on Chisholm. And I believe the first on the team. At 5.55 third quarter, 34-31. Riley with the lead and a Mishawaka possession. The first Brady Fisher will take a chair. Rashawn Johnson will re-enter for Ron Heklinski's club. Jump pass to the top. Catch and shoot by Arthur Jones. Oh my, air ball. Saved by Pritchett with a great jump save in front of two would-be Wildcat defenders. And he saved the possession out to Jackson Snyder. Snyder to Johnson, now to Pritchett. Looking right, going left, dribbling to the left point area. Gives it up to Arthur Jones. Fakey, dribbling, dribble, drive into the paint. Soft off the window, up and good. No air ball that time. Jones has got 11. I'll tell you what, Mishawaka really, well, obviously it was a great save there by Pritchett, but took advantage of the second chance opportunity, put some points on the board. Yeah, uh, Dad would be proud, Cooper. He's busy watching hockey tonight, or broadcasting hockey, rather. <laughs> He's working, believe me. Baseline dribble drive, runner off the lane. Missed by Francis, scramble for the rebound. Herringer, Cooper Pritchett, and one of the Cats get knotted up. And an alternate positioner will rule on the jump ball. Possession to Mishawaka. And Brendan Williams will sub in for freshman Jackson Snyder. 5-11 third quarter. Came in hoping to get win number 13. And they're hoping to get a couple of wins over the next three or four days, actually into the next week, to try to uh, improve on last year's 15-8 campaign. Baseline pass, Herringer goes up, shot blocked, rebound, Cats, here comes Riley, long three, launched by Spin, missed by Spin, rebound, Arthur Jones and a foul. That long three resulted in a long rebound and about 14 feet for the basket. Arthur Jones caught the rebound, it was in full transition mode. He had a hop step on everybody and got fouled in the process. Chisholm's foul his second, team second of the quarter and of the half. 4.50 third period, it's 34-33 Riley. Ashmark left side and Arthur Jones. They can call a moving screen on Williams. Wow. So we'll walk to the other end as Brendan Williams picks up foul number two. His yeah. First foul was whistled early first quarter. And they're going to need his offense, too, so he can't get into foul trouble here. Chisholm, shy of the timeline. Now goes deeper in the backcourt to Schindler, and Schindler gets it across the timeline and sets the offense. Good fake left, go right. Takes it out to Francis, catch and shoot. Rattles in and out, no. Rebound span, takes the rebound shot, puts it back on the floor. Center floor to Schindler. Now left of the lane, Schindler, runner off the lane. That was a tough angle against the left side with a defender on his right hip. He used the right hand to pull it off the glass and he's got 10 on the night. Rashad Johnson, the K-man forecourt, goes to Tommy Herger. Ball takes, dribbles, jumps in the little, little running seven footer up and good. Tommy Herger is really good at that. He's got eight 
And it's 36-35 with four minutes, third quarter. Baseline drive, span with it. Oh, they're going to call oh, offensive foul. But wipe out the basket for the offensive player control foul on Riley's Demarion Span. That would have been his eighth point, but you wipe it out. And at the halfway point, third quarter, Mishawaka will get the ball, trailing by one. And you'll see Jackson Slatter sub back in for Brandy Williams. 36-35, Riley on the home floor. Here also on senior night. And now another substitution. Red Hot Brandon Williams, who had nine points all in period two off the bench. Well, he played in the JV game too, so I'm wondering how many quarters he actually has left here. I think he played three in the JV game. Okay, okay. So he'll have two here tonight. Baseline, Jones tries to do a little no-look shovel pass to Herringer, missed it. And it was deflected off the hand of Herringer, but touched last by Riley. Jones tried to be a little fancy with that and really tried to force that through the Riley defense. But fortunately, the caveman get possession back. The inbounds, the catch and lob. Tip up by Pritchett, no. Tip up by Herringer, no. Rebound, Herringer, up, no, and a foul. Caveman really, really crashing the offensive boards. And Tommy Herringer will go, Herringer rather, will go to the free throw line. At 341 to play here in period number three. Foul there on Riley's Malik Richardson. And the free throw off for good. Substitution will see Riley go with Jalen Barbera back off the bench. Herringer three for three at the stripe will Trying to give his team back the lead. It's 36 all. And the free throw is too strong off the back iron. Loose ball chased down. And in a helter-skelter scramble, Riley comes away with the loose ball. Up the floor, Schindler now. Schindler hooked pass to Williams. Williams to Schindler. Back to Williams. Ball to the ball. Stolen by Snyder from Mishawaka. But then Jackson Snyder, he bobbled the ball out of bounds. So a turnover and a turnover in possession back to Riley. Yeah, there's a lot of English on that bounce pass from Schindler. And uh, it, was a, it was good hands by Snyder, to be honest with you, but he just could not control it. And he goes back over to the Cats. Inbounds, Brandon Williams for Riley. High lob midcourt, stolen by Arthur Jones. Stolen back by Francis for Riley. They'll work into the paint, runner put up no. Bodies fall all over the place and a foul. Yeah, they're gonna call another offensive foul. Player control on Schindler. That'll be his first. Check that. That'll be second. The second. Yep. Possession caveman in a 36 all tie. What a great tourney tune up. And ironically, the sectional draw tomorrow evening. Yeah, they could meet each other. I was just thinking yeah, that. Yeah, they, they could meet each other in the sectional on a different floor. Johnson fakes, dribbles, right point jumper, put up, partially blocked by a cat defender. And the loose ball lost out of bounds by Mishawaka. Possession to Riley at 3.02, third quarter. Baseline inbounds, goes far sideline to Barbera. He'll run it up the floor, put on the brakes. Now he'll work into the paint, little shuffle pass to the outside left. Intercepted by Herringer, stolen by Mishawaka. Jackson Snyder runs the floor, gives it left point to Pritchett. Top side to Herringer, he'll try the long range three, he'll get it. 
kind of like slung shot. It was like a slingshot. It was not pretty. It's never but pretty. Guess what? It goes down. <laughs> it's never pretty, but he's got ice in his veins. He tends to hit the threes at the big moments. And a big moment for Alex Daniels. He'll burn his second timeout. This one will be a 30-second TO as well. 235 third quarter, our score. Mishawaka on the Herringer three, leads it by three. 39-36 on 96-1 the ton. Back with Vince D'Addario. If you weren't with us earlier, we mentioned Riley has won 20 boys basketball games in a row against Mishawaka since January 3rd of 2006. And the caveman hoping Tommy Herringer three might just get them over the hump here on this uh, second half effort on the road against Riley to snap that streak and pick up win number 13 on the year. And a baseline dribble drive after the Riley timeout results in another player control foul on the Wildcats. And another one on Marvin Schindler, his third. Cooper Critchett drew that player control foul. Tommy Herringer drew one earlier. And Jackson Snyder's gotten plowed over once or twice tonight. They're earning the bruises. Yes, they are. And right now have earned a three-point lead with possession at 2.10 to go third quarter. Arthur Jones into a double screen like the picket fence. Outside, step back three, missing the three. Rebound, saved by the Cats. Into the hands of Pritchett. Puts it off the glass of them. Cooper Pritchett recycles at eight points. And it's 41-36, Cavemen's largest lead in a long time. Deep to the left side, left point, Span hands off to Brandon Williams for Riley. Step back three, Chisholm launches, misses, loose ball rebound after the bad miss by Rashawn Johnson for Mishawaka. Johnson dribbles up the floor, looks inside, goes deep left point. Pritchett now on the post. Snyder down to Herringer, up off the glass, can't hit the bunny, puts the rebound back up, it is blocked. Rebound, Arthur Jones, double pump, scoop jumper in the lane. No, rebound, scramble for and a foul. And that was a frustration foul on the one and only Tommy Herringer. That's about the third bunny that he just could not get to fall. Yeah, it's going to be the second foul on Herringer. He's got 12 points. I mean, he, he's putting them down, but he, he's missing He'd these have about ones as well. If those yeah. others would fall. Yeah, exactly right. He'd be looking at a career high, because I'm, I'm guessing. Possession Wildcats trailing 41 36. Full court pressure here by Mishawaka. Nobody's going to guard the ball. And the inbounds will be triggered by Span, and he'll do so to Williams. That is Brandon Williams. Now he'll race up the floor to Span. Span back out left hash mark right in front of Alex Daniel in the Riley bench in a minute eight to go third quarter. 41-36 came in and Span works around the defender. And just as he starts the attack on the basket, is reached in and fouled, a common foul on Arthur Jones. His second. Inbounds possession, Katz will trigger it baseline left. Under the basket all alone, dribble drive laid up and in. Wide open, Caleb Francis, nobody picked him up on the pick and roll. Yeah, he went back towards the, the free throw line first and then just cut right back to the basket and just left his defender in the dust. There was nobody within five feet no. of him when he got the basket. No. That was as easy as easy could be laying. 41-38, K-Man lead trimmed to three with 44 ticks here in the third quarter. Deep to the left point area, Jones to Pritchett. Center floor to Jackson Snyder. He'll dribble penetrate, take it strong to the hole. Turns, double team, out to Herringer. Now the three up and down! Herringer is feeling it, his second triple. 
Somebody's got to get a hand in his face if he's just going to stand up there at the top of the key like that. 44-38, Mishawaka lead is six with 21 seconds to go here in period number three. Center floor to Span now. Span between the legs with the dribble picked up there by Arthur Jones. Span on the dribble attack, left side, double T, reverse hook pass out center floor. Ball deflected away, good defense by Pritchard to Francis who just had the ball deflected for a moment and now there's going to be a pushing foul as both players were sliding out of bounds on Mishawaka's Cooper Pritchard. Yeah, Pritchard got a little bit too much body as they were diving for the ball and ended up tackling the Riley, Riley player. But uh, I'll tell you what, I don't know if Keith Kinder's in the house, but I think Cooper Pritchard needs to play a little football. <laughs> Four seconds in the bound. Quickly, Span dribbles, left point, jump pass to the corner, the catch and shoot by Bird is good! He beats the horn with a long three-pointer left corner. And the lead shrinks from six down to three at the end of three. Our score, here for Southland Riley at the south side. Mishawaka 44, Riley 41, fourth quarter's next year two with Mishawaka, Caveman basketball, 96-1, the top. We turn the page to quarter number four, along with Vince D'Addario, I'm Brian Miller. Getting our popcorn money's worth tonight, 44-41, <laughs> it's been a seesaw affair. Caveman leading by three, will go on defense, and a dribble drive by Spann down the middle of the lane. Somehow he got through the defenders and threw up a prayer left-handed off the glass of him. Yeah, it got awkward there towards the end, but uh, he was able to get it up. And like I said earlier, that south side rim has really it's been friendly of, to both teams. Kind of gooey, you know? Yeah. It's very soft. Absolutely. A couple of unsung heroes of this game, or very big heroes, have been Brandon Williams for Riley, he came off the bench to really spark things in the second quarter to keep the Cats and actually give the Cats a lead. Span has played well here in this uh, second half. And for Mishawaka, the inside combo, Terry, Tommy Herringer and Cooper Pritchett has been gold. Yeah. Well, and I, and I tell you what, that's one of the things. I, I was at the Riley-Adams game last night, and the biggest problem that Riley had was Adams' big man. And when they played Washington, it was the big men down low. Riley just doesn't have an answer for the big men, but this time it's the big men for three. And a free throw up after the first one going good. It's missed by Rashawn Johnson. He goes one for two at the stripe to start this fourth quarter. Has three points of the night. 45-43, it's still in midcourt. And a dribble drive. Arthur Jones tries to go with a little finesse layup. He would have went strong. I think he beats his man, but was able to draw the foul nonetheless. And he'll shoot a couple here. 721 fourth quarter, just underway in period four. Stay tuned, our post-game show after the game. It'll be a recap of scoring and statistics, and most importantly, a scoreboard update with Matt Embry on the U.S. Seincrafter scoreboard. Big, big day in college basketball as a free throw by Arthur Jones after missing two in a row in the third quarter. He gets a big one here to put the Mishawaka advantage back up to three. And the Cats will go to the bench with Damarian Spann subbing back in for Sharon Chisholm. Second free throw, nothing but net. Good soft touch here by Arthur Jones. Who has 13. Chisholm walks it up the floor, trailing by four. Just a minute into this fourth quarter. Chisholm to Spam. Three ball up, three ball down. He just got a lightly quick 
three launch. He looks like Prentice Hub with that left-handed style that he has as far as that three-point shooting accuracy and uh, style, rather. Yeah, 11 Four. points for Span right now. And, yeah, I was not expecting him to put that up. They were trying to beat the transition of the zone defense by Mishawaka. And, I, I mean, I guess you beat the zone with the three. Jones to Johnson. Johnson to Jones. Now back to Ward. Ward left point. It's tied up in the free throw circle by Baird. And a jump ball. We'll give possession arrow to Mishawaka. Mishawaka, yeah. Because Riley got it at the uh, at the quarter break, so Mishawaka is going to retain possession on the jump ball. Don't forget, next week we'll have a pair of Mishawaka Caveman boys basketball games for you here on the air. Both games will be at the Cave, as the Caveman host a couple of old NIC friends, Penn and South Bend St. Joe, which will mark the final two regular season games in the 30-year coaching career for Mishawaka head coach Ron Heglinski in his fifth year at MHS and the Arthur Jones post-lob to Mookie Ward, missed him by 10 feet. Yeah, I mean, it was obviously a miscommunication for Mishawaka, but I don't think anybody gets that ball. I mean, it, it was high and out of bounds. It's like a quarterback throwing it out of the back of the end zone. Riley ball trailing by one. Not on the block. Right side, Francis double team goes up muscling over top of both Herringer and Pritchett. Puts it up and in. Caleb Francis with six. And the lead back to Riley at 48-47 with 6.05 to play. And Francis is playing with a confidence that I haven't seen so far this year. Usually kind of looks a little lost and not like he really wants to be out there, but he, he's kind of turning it up a little bit tonight. Ward fires a two-handed pass into Herringer, muscles up the jumper, no. Rebound Herringer at the belt line, ball stripped away. Stolen by Schindler. Schindler races the floor, down to the right side, into the paint area. Francis is hammered and he'll go to the line. That's a good pass there by Schindler on that, that attempted assist. And that's one of the things that Schindler brings to the ball game for Riley is he's just very, very quick to the lane and he's a very, very good passer. I've actually seen a lot of balls go off people's heads and hands because they're not expecting those passes, but uh, Francis is able to corral that one, go up strong, head of the line. Caveman foul whistle on number 55. There isn't a problem. There is no 55. I'm going to guess it's on Tommy Herringer. Well, and if that's the case, I believe. But it can't be because it says only one. That's going to be his third. Free throw, number one and two are good. And the inbound for Cooper Pritchard and now the backcourt run by Arthur Jones. 540 to play, it's 49-47. Riley with the lead on defense. Deep right side is Arthur Jones. Center floor to Rashawn Johnson, looks for the post lob, nothing there. Back out on the left point, Pritchett. Now to Jones, thinks, catches, shoots, fires three, misses three, rebound Herringer, double team, turns, squares up, kicks it out to Johnson. He'll dribble drive, puts up the right-handed floater, up and good, and a foul! The little running floater, baseline left, about a seven-footer by Brendan Williams, goes down. He drew contact after the shot, but a blocking foul will be called, and Johnson will try the old-fashioned three-point play here for the cavemen to take the lead back. That's going to be the third foul on uh, Sharon Chisholm. And the free throw is good to make it a 50-49 caveman lead. 5.15 to go, possession Riley, here come the Cats and Schindler. Dribbles to the baseline, now to the free throw circle. Outside, they'll give it to Baird, he'll try the three, he'll miss the three. Rebound Riley, and then a little bunny hop by Schindler. He got confused whether to dribble, whether to pass, and he kind of bunny hopped. And there was no dribble. That's an easy traveling call. The possession back to Mishawaka. Well, those awkward when you've got the ball and you don't know what you're going to do with it. It, it. I mean, that's like you said, that's an easy travel call. 
50 to 49, Cabin with a lead of one. They're looking for win number 13 on the season against seven losses. Riley hoping to even their record at 11 up and 11 down. They are 10 up and 11 down. Bounce pass Jones on the block. Turnaround hook shot. Missed by Ward. Rebound Herringer. Too strong off the miss. Loose ball to the ground. Baird will dive on top of Herringer. Herringer will wrestle for it. And from the bottom of the bottom of the bottom of the pile is Cooper Pritchett. And the alternate positioner again shall rule. This time it will go to the hosts from South Bend Riley. Clock down to 438. Not quite a factor yet. Now they'll mop up some perspiration after all the bodies rolling around. When they're trying to get something figured out here. I mean, Maybe they're checking the possession. Early. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely Riley because we just had a jump ball not that's, that long that's ago. That's what they were clarifying, yeah. yes. Possession cats. Riley will inbound it from their backcourt. Right down in front of us here on the baseline. Inbound, Schiller runs it up the right side. Puts on the brakes. Rolls up a runner up and no good. And a foul. I believe they're going to call that on Arthur Jones. Yes. Jones is third. Team seventh of the half. And a couple of free throws, or at least they wanted the bonus opportunity. Let's see if they call that a two-shot. It, it is. It, it was a two-shot. In the act of shooting, Schindler will shoot a pair. Well, he'll hit the first with a tie at 50. Schindler goes into the lane, leans forward like he's been doing all night long. The first two times he did that, it's player control. This time, it's a blocking foul. So, hey, yeah, I know, exactly. Thank you. Flip a coin. Yeah. <laughs> here we go, second free throw, another Burnett. Schindler's played well here in this last stretch. 51-50 Wildcats. On defense, they'll go to work now against the cave enemy, Sean Johnson. Deep wing right side, outside the arc, Arthur Jones. Backs up with the dribble right on the Riley logo here in front of the Mishawaka bench. Clock at 4.15 to play. Jones dribbles left, now hands it off there to Mookie Ward. They'll dribble around his screen. Right point, gives it up to Johnson. Go reverse left, good post feed in to Cooper Pritchett, who lays it up and in for his 10th point. That's got to be close to a career high for Pritchett, but he's just doing all the little things and taking advantage of his opportunities. He's ran the floor well, and he's rebounded and made the bunnies count inside Absolutely. for a big 10, and it's 52-51 Mishawaka. Top side span now. Bounce pass. Wow. Stolen away. Arthur Jones of the steal. One on three. Caveman fast break. A running hook layup. No good. Missed by Jones. Loose ball on the floor and a foul. A little extra mustard on that try. Who are they going to call that on? It could have been called on numerous people. They're going to call it on. Not to be critical. Arthur Jones had the layup, and yeah. he opted to float and go yeah, reverse and, layup yeah, yeah. and tried to do something fancy. And don't get me wrong, he had defenders or one defender breathing down his neck. It was a three-on-one break. Caveman had numbers. Well, Mookie Ward's going to pick up that foul. It's going to be his fourth foul, too. That's a big one. And eighth on the team at 340 to play. Free throw number one, up and good. Rashawn Chisholm. The 5'6 freshman hitting the first. He'll try one more. He's got three points. We're tied at 52. This free throw off the back iron, too strong. Rebound, Francis. Back up. And no, it doesn't fall. Rebound, Brandy Williams. That did everything but hit the basket. 
been rolled in and rolled out. Mm. That would have been huge for, for Riley. I would have given them the first lead in a while. Caveman ball, tied 52. They'll dribble penetrate. Arthur Jones can't get the runner. Loose ball in the paint. Somehow, Brandy Williams comes in with a loose ball, goes up with a shot, and a foul. That was just a blue-collar effort by four, count of four Maroon Jersey players for Mishawaka all around the basket. And the Riley foul at 3.18 here to play in the fourth period. I haven't put it up on the board just yet. It'll be whistled. Oh, there we go. On Damarian Span. And they've got four on him. I've got three. I'm not sure what you have. I do too. Okay. And the free throw by Brendan Williams after going one of his first three. That big one gives the Cavemen back the advantage. How many lead changes have we had in oh this my second gosh. half? So many, yeah. And in particular here in the fourth quarter, I'm going to guess in the very, in the vicinity of six, maybe eight. Second free throw. This one does not fall. Rebound scored out of bounds. Riley lost it in possession of Mitchell Walker. Let's see the Cavemen could take advantage of that miscue. Substitution. Riley will bring Jalen Bavera back in the lineup. And before we continue, a timeout taken by Ron Heklitsky and the Mishawaka Cavemen. A 30-second timeout here from the south side of South Bend. Our score. 316 to play fourth quarter. Mishawaka 53, Seth and Riley 52. You're two with Caveman basketball on 96-1 the time. Back here to the south side of South Bend at Riley High School after the Mishawaka timeout. The Caveman inbounded and then on the bounce pass in against the double team to Cooper Pritchett. They lose it out of bounds. So an untimely turnover will give it back to Riley as the Cats trail 53-52 with 3-10 to play. Up the floor, Barbera, bounce pass, stolen by Rashawn Johnson. Johnson on the steal, and now will bring it up into the forecourt. Johnson will explode to the basket, running left-handed layup. Runners missed, rebound Francis. Here come the Cats, it's Chisholm to Span. Span drives right through the defense. He knifed between two defenders, and with a left-handed layup, he leaned in to get it to go. 54-53, Riley. Well, one of those defenders was Mookie Ward, and he did not want to pick up his fifth foul, and I, I don't blame him. There's still three minutes to go. I think that's a great point. Deep right point. It is Ward. Ball stolen oh. away by Span, oh. and Span gets called for the foul. Oh. That's a tough call to make there in the wide open court. So you'll see Damari and Span. And I've got him for four. The scoreboard says five, but I don't see the book saying five. Although they're subbing them out, so maybe it is five. With the Marion Spam, Span, a six foot senior, had a great ball game. Three three pointers, a couple of two pointers. Yep. Four, they changed it on the scoreboard, so he's got four fouls. It's amazing what happens when you get it right. <laughs> hey, I will never say that I'm always right by any stretch of the imagination, but it is tough to match up with the scoreboard sometimes. You know, they teach us baseball and softball coaches do not trust the scoreboard. Yeah, it's so true, especially when it comes to counts. But I've, I have made that mistake more than once. You and me both. <laughs> 236 to play fourth quarter, 54-53. South and Riley with the lead here on the home court, hoping to celebrate senior night with a home court victory to snap a five-game losing streak, and Mookie Ward misses the free throw. Caveman have missed three free throws here in this fourth quarter alone. Six on the night. It feels like uh, 
Alex Daniels is going to start doing a little offense for defense here. Two guys come in, more of the offensive guys. Second free throw. This one is missed no good by Ward. Rebound, Riley. They lead it with 2.32 to play, 54-53. Ashmark left side, Span. Span picked up in a loose man-to-man -man by Rashawn Johnson. Now he'll look for that mismatch. Now he'll fake the handoff, dribble to the right side. Gives it up to Chisholm and off the ball, a foul. A little bit of a close line there by Jones. And that's going to be his fourth foul as well. So you've got your two of your guards with four fouls. That's a tough place to be with 2.14 left to go. And it's a one-point Riley lead, 54-53. And this free throw by the South Paul span is up and good. Well, I'm you know, we're a one-point, a two-point game, back and forth. This is where free throws become really, really important. And right now, neither team shooting free throws very well. 47% for Mishawaka, 59% for Riley. Span hits both on that trip, though, to make it a three-point Riley advantage with 2-10 to play, 56-53. K-Men need a basket and a quality possession here. Jones center floor to Ward, and dribble penetrates. Ward does, and reached in by Marvin Schindler defensively, and that will be his fourth foul. Well, the scoreboard says one. <laughs> That's definitely not I right. I got news for you. That is definitely not right. You and I are both on the same page. He's got four. 2.03 to play. Mookie Ward, who was 0 for 2 in his last trips, hits a monumental free throw there in a lot of ways and a lot of reasons. Brandon Williams, call up from the junior varsity squad, green shoes and all. <laughs> Love him. He, he didn't get the varsity memo on color of shoes. Second free throw, nothing but that. So Ward gets a reboot. After missing two of the last time, he hits them both to make it a one-point game. 56-55 worth the two-minute mark to play. In regulation, do I dare say. Span <laughs> off center floor. Picked up loosely by Mookie Ward. Hands it right side, dribble penetration, Schiller puts on the brakes. Back out right corner to Span. Span looking to the baseline, looking to the hash mark, goes in the corner, double team. Francis down inside oh, to Chisholm. No. Chisholm tied up and a foul. A timeout. They're, they're, they're giving a timeout to Alex Daniel. And I don't know how you give a timeout to Riley there. There was no clear possession by the Cats. And it's going to have to be a full timeout. I believe he's out of 30s. So Rob Heklinski questioned it all. And he should be. Yeah, I mean, did you see a clear possession yeah. there? I didn't. That was like a face-off in hockey. Yeah. It was anybody's puck. I'd... So a timeout taken, and Ron Heklinski is fuming. He should be. He should. I mean, it's a one-point game. You cannot give a timeout to Riley there. They did not have possession. At Nor all. did anybody. No, nobody did. That's exactly right. You cannot award a timeout at that point, but that's what happened. So Riley's going to get the ball underneath the basket. And, of course, there's no shot clock in high school basketball. So he can reset everything at this point offensively. With a minute and a half to go, every possession is super important. We'll keep it right here with a minute 36 to play, 56-55. South Bend Riley on the home court with the lead in tonight's game. 
Brought to you in part by Jay's Crunchers Potato Chips. Add some real crunch to your next family gathering or party. Pick up a bag of Jay's Crunchers at your local grocer. Let's thank Carl's Distributed and Jay's Crunchers for their support. High school sports here on the radio. I'm actually really interested to see what Mitchell Walker does here out of this timeout. How aggressive are they going to be defensively and how patient is Riley going to be offensively? And Ron Heklinski still has two players on the floor with four fouls apiece. Right. That is Mookie Ward and Arthur Jones. They are out there with Fisher, Pritchett, and also Brady Williams in the inbound. Riley will throw it away. It's stolen by Cooper Pritchett. He'll run it up the floor. It's on the brakes. And, then and throw it bounce away. passes it past the cutting Mookie Ward. Two big mistakes by both teams there. One by Riley throwing it away on the inbound, and then another one by Mishawaka throwing it away on the turnover. Cherishing your possession. Absolutely. And if we heard that a few times this year in the inbounds, Riley almost threw it Jeez. away. Span bobbles it, saves it out to Chisholm. Wall yeah, slipped and fell down. Close. Now Span and a timeout yeah. taken to save the 10 now seconds. Now that was a smart timeout because they were getting real close to 10 seconds. The timeout, Alex Daniels, South and Riley. They lead it by one with a minute 17 to play. Fourth quarter, Riley 56, Mishawaka 55. We're back in 30 seconds on 96 won the time. Rather appropriate, Vince D'Addario, on uh, I guess we'll call it IHSA Draw Eve. Yeah. The day before the sectional pairings are announced and the state tournament trail is uh, mapped out by the IHSA tomorrow in the 112th edition of Indiana Hoosier Hysteria. We've got some hysteria going on, a great yeah. turning tune-up. Both teams are playing well at times, playing not so well at times, but this is a great high school basketball game. It's a fantastic high school basketball game. I want to reset everything for those that are listening. One timeout left for for uh, Riley, four timeouts left for Mishawaka. Possession arrow favors the cavemen. And the inbounds, the Cats to Chisholm. Get it, get it right back. Spam to Chisholm. Baseline pass underneath the basket. All alone is Brandon Williams. And a bucket and a foul. I tell you what, that was textbook on how to break the press, but you can't foul after that. So a foul. I think we're going to have another technical. It is going to be maybe on Brandon a Williams. Gameplay or Brandon Williams yeah. will pick up a technical foul. So free throws here for Mookie Ward in a 58-55 caveman disadvantage. And the free throw is up good. I mean, if, if you're Riley, if you just had all the momentum, it was a great press break. You finish it off with an easy layup. You cannot, I mean, what a rookie mistake. What a rookie mistake by a Second young player. Second time tonight, someone's got teed. But it's sportsman-like contact penalty after basket, once to Mishawaka, and this time to Riley, and as Mookie Ward had hit three in a row, he misses the second technical free throw. And now, possession of the caveman. So they can tie it or take the lead, depending on which area code they shoot from, <laughs> with 1.08 to play. 58-56 Riley. And the possession arrow still favors Mishawaka, so a lot of things in the favor of cave, in the cavemen right now. Cats trying to snap a five-game losing skid. 
Mishawaka tried to put back-to-back -back wins together to finish this weekend. They won last night against South Bend Career Academy, 83-48. That's after losing Tuesday to Adams by five. Speaking of Adams, that's who Wiley fell to last night in the NIC Conference Finale, 77-55. They fell down 22-8 in the first quarter, never really recovered. They did make a game of it. They did make a game of it. They, they got within eight in the fourth quarter, but uh, never really sniffed much closer than that. Like I said, they had a lot of trouble with uh, Adams' big man. Now both teams are going to their bench areas. It's not a timeout. Well, and there's something going on at the scorer's table. Maybe they're getting ready to order pizza. <laughs> it's not a bad idea right They've now. They've had more conversations. Yes. Than... Uh, the NCAA has at times. Man, that's a lot of conferences, by the way. Yeah. So at a minute eight to go, things are finally sorted out. Both teams back out, and Mishawaka will go to work trailing by two. Inbounds at 106 to play, and now at one minute, they'll work the basketball deep left point. Brandon Williams, baseline dribble drive, strong to the hoop, shot put up, block, rebound! Jones up and in, but a foul. Before Jones's rebound shot, a foul on a Riley defender will send Brandon Williams to the stripe to try to tie this basketball game. And they're gonna call that one on Caleb Francis. It's only his second, but at this point it doesn't really matter because it's all about the free throws with under a minute to play. Brandon Williams at the stripe, two for five tonight. Including one of two here in the fourth quarter, but the left-hander will nail the free throw. Uh, he only, yeah, he only has two points right now, Brian, but I tell you what, there's no bigger points right here. I, right, and he just hit his third, and so there, there are no bigger ones right here. 55 seconds to play. Free throw number two off the back iron. No rebound. Brady Fisher falls down. Loose ball scramble like a hockey face off, and three cavemen on the ground, two cats on the ground, and the possession arrow goes to Mishawaka. Right. And before we continue, Ron Heklinski and the caveman will burn a timeout. We'll do the same 51 seconds to play. Here at Riley High School on the south side of South Bend, we've got the Cavemen Spoil Senior Night. We'll find out when we conclude. Catch 58, Cavemen 57. We're back after this one minute timeout on 96 1 the time. Along with Vince D'Addario, I'm Brian Miller. Nail batting time from Riley. Caveman basketball inbound in the paint. Brady Fisher going up for the shot as the Caveman look to take the lead. And he is immediately fouled after the inbounds, going up for the shot in the act of shooting. The foul will be on Caleb Francis, his third. It is the 10th against the Cats. Mishawaka has nine fouls, so the next whistle will also give Riley a pair of free throws. And Brady Fisher will look for his first point to this night, and he'll miss the free throw. It's straight off the rim. No good. Don't you just feel like this might be destined for overtime, Brian? I mean, I... <laughs> I'm just saying, I know I'm going to speak it into existence now, but this game has really gone back and forth all night long. A lot of swings and momentum. Yeah. Highs and lows. Free throw number two by Fisher. Off the front of the rim, no good. Rebound, Riley. Outlets to two. Schindler, go run at the floor. Ball stolen and saved by Brady Fisher. What a play by the caveman Sotomayor after missing not one but two free throws in crunch time. He doesn't hang his head on a loose ball scramble. He hustles back, makes the play, and Mishawaka will get the ball back. 41 seconds, still trailing by one. We'll keep it right here. It's 
57, Riley, wow. Yeah, very heady play by the sophomore. And I'll tell you what, I mean, we know that he got about half the starts in the football season, so pressure doesn't necessarily get to this kid. That's a tough break. Missed two free throws in the crunch time of the game, but he doesn't let it get to him. Great hustle play there on the sideline. Taking advantage of a freshman mistake for Riley. And now Bishop Walker retains possession down one. Cavemen trying to snap a 20-game losing skid. Now, mind you, not one of these players was alive the last time. Wow. That Has it been Walker that long? Won. Holy moly. January 3rd of 06. Wow. They won at the cave. Mishawaka did over Riley, 57. That's the last win for Mishawaka. There were a couple kids basketball. in diapers, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah, because the 07 is a freshman, so. Last game here at Riley was December of 019. It was a 59-58 Riley win, but here we're going down to nail-biting time. So after the caveman timeout on the possession saver, they have the basketball. Arthur Jones, top of the circle, trailing by one. Topside, Brandon Williams for a moment. He I thought, thought he was about try it. An NBA three. He thought about it. Jones dribbles right side, gives to Ward. Back to Jones at 24. He'll dribble, turn, spin, jump, shoots, misses, rebound, Herringer, loose ball, tie up, and a jump ball oh, possession to Riley. So possession to the Cats. Mishawaka had a good look. And Arthur Jones with a good move on the basket and had a fadeaway, just couldn't get the shot to fall. Tommy Herringer battled his life off right there. Yeah, yeah. Battled his tail off to that rebound. But as the ball was coming down, Caleb Francis tied him up into a jump ball. Uh, still a lot can happen in 20 seconds. 18.9 inbounds to the Cats. A scramble. Loose ball, Schindler picks it up. And then the backcourt, he is bumped and fouled by Arthur Jones. And if that is Jones' foul, that'll well, be we got a timeout. Alex Daniel takes his oh, final timeout. Because wow. right after the foul, he's getting real right nervous. After the timeout, yeah. he's getting real nervous about his freshman handling the ball under all that pressure. So Alex Daniel Riley will take a timeout. We'll do the same. 13.9 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. Riley 58, Mishawaka 57. You're in two with K-Men basketball here on 96-1 the time. Back to live action here on the south side of South Bend from Riley High School along with Vince D'Addario. Man, I'm Brian Miller. Man, what a ball game. I tell you what, this has been the best ball game that I have been a part of all season long. I mean, this, like I said, it's gone back and forth, back and forth all game long. Mistakes on both sides, great plays by both sides. And it's a one-point game with 13.9 seconds left. So after the timeout by Riley, their final, the inbounds comes to Chisholm to spin. Intercepted by Mookie Ward, but his outlet pass stolen back. Stolen back by Spin and a foul. And the clock down to 8.3 seconds. Man, I tell you what, both teams had an opportunity there to change the tide of this game and just turnover, and then another turnover, and then Brady Fisher didn't have a choice. He had to foul there, and it's gonna put Span on the line. Fisher's first, but it's the 10th on the team. And Demarion Span, who is two of three at this free throw line tonight, hits the free throw. Big all, one here. All three of those have been here in the fourth quarter. Tommy Harriger will check back in. 
Harringer in for Rashawn Johnson. Big free throw here. I mean, it is a, it'll still be a one-possession game. 59-57. Three points is way different than two. Free throw number two. It is good. 60-57 with 8.3 ticks remaining. Backcourt inbounds to Arthur Jones. Jones will race it up the floor. Oh, smart. And Ron Heklinski will burn no. the K-Man timeout. Did he get a timeout? No, it's a foul. Oh, Riley, wow. Riley fouled. Really smart, heady play there, to be honest with you. By Chisholm, he's a senior. You get a foul there. Mookie Ward is only going to be able to shoot two with 5.3 seconds to go, up by three. A 60-57 ball game. The foul. On the Cats. Chisholm scored. Tries for Arthur Jones, he nails the first. Now, do you miss on purpose? Yeah, I, I think you do. I think you do because you, you want to have an opportunity here, and even if you make it and then foul the inbounds, it's still going to take time off the clock. Sean Johnson will check in with Tommy Herringer. 5.3 seconds at 60-58 now. K-Man deficit is two with one free throw for Arthur Jones to come. Soft shot up, and he'll get it to go. And a timeout taken by Ron Heklinski and the Mishawaka K-Man. So they're going to set up their defense yep. A game. And we'll keep it right here. 5.3 seconds to go. The lead from three trimmed to one with a couple of Arthur Jones free throws. Riley leads 60 to 59. Well, and, and Mishawaka still has one timeout. Possession arrow, I believe, even though the scoreboard says it favors Riley. We know that it favors Mishawaka. And, uh, I mean, obviously you've got a foul. And actually the arrow on the scores table does show Mishawaka. Okay, ball. all right. So you got a better view of the scores table than I do. Yeah, through the bars. Yeah. <laughs> but no comment on that. Yes, right. But... So Mishawaka has to foul. They've, they've got to foul. They've got to steal the inbound. But then obviously that's going to put Riley on the line. Everybody's in a double bonus, so Riley's going to have an opportunity to shoot two. Riley tried to snap a five-game losing streak and have senior night be special for their three seniors in uniform tonight. And they're doing this without the services of Isaiah Robinson, yeah. who broke a hand about six games ago. Ironically, a five-game losing streak. They have not won since right. January 26th at the Elkhart Northside Gym. Meanwhile, Mishawaka, after an 0-2 start, won eight games in a row. Since then, have went 4-5. But you note, when they lost the first game of the troublesome stretch here in January, February, that was at Northridge. Until tonight, Northridge won eight games in a row. Yeah. That turned their They've season around. They've been on around. fire. They've been an absolute fire. So after the timeout, backcourt inbounds comes to the Cats. And Mookie Ward gets called for a bumping foul. Which is going to be his fifth. Schindler. It's going to be his fifth. And that will foul him out at 3.9 seconds to go. So about a second and two tenths whittled off the clock there. It's going to put the freshman on the line, Marvin Schindler. An opportunity here. He is, let's see here, five of six tonight from the free throw line. And Ward will foul out of this game with 10 points on the night. So free throws back on the south end of the gym floor here at Riley High School with the scoreboard still showing 60-59. Riley squeezing, holding on for dear life <laughs> to this lead. 
and 3.9 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. Riley and Mishawaka were tied 17 all after one. Riley led 28-27 after two quarters and a half. Mishawaka led 44-41 after three, and a free throw missed by Schindler. Only his second miss of the night in seven tries. Riley has cleared the lane, and now let's see as Mishawaka takes a timeout. We'll take a quick break as well. Let's see if Riley opts to put somebody back in for the rebound or not. Timeout with 4.1 seconds, so they put some time back on the clock as well. Oh, okay. 4.1, they added two tenths of a second. Timeout, Mishawaka. They trail by one, 60-59. 30-second timeout is here on 96-1 the top. Crunch time on the south side with Vince D'Addario. I'm Brian Miller. Stay tuned. Our post-game show come up when we're all through, but we're far from being over, even yeah. though there's four seconds to play. 4.1 seconds to play, and one more free throw for Marvin Schindler, who missed the front end of the two-shot opportunity moments ago before the timeout. 60-59, free throw rattles in and out, no. Rebound Brandon Williams, outlets at one. Arthur Jones, half-court shot is up, just wide, left, and short on the 40-foot heave home. And the South Bend Riley Wildcats hold on for dear life here at home. Versus the K-Men from Mishawaka. Well, I'll tell you what, that last little, that last free throw by Marvin Schindler, Coach Daniel called him over and said, miss the shot. And he goes back over there, missed it, and made them drive the length of the court. That's actually a pretty good call there by Coach Daniels. Wiley wins it as the K-Men suffer their eighth loss of the season. Again, Wiley 60, Mishawaka 59. Stay tuned, our post-game show's coming up next here on 96.1 The Ton. The Mishawaka Caveman Post Game Show on 96.1 The Ton. Was this a preview of the Class 4A sectional at Plymouth coming up March 1st through the 5th? I hope so. Wow. Because that was, that was really, I mean, look, was it great basketball all the time? No. No, no it wasn't. <laughs> no. It wasn't. No. But it was a great game, and nobody on this team for either, or nobody in this game on either side quit. I mean, it went down to the wire, and it was it was a great high school basketball game, and that's all I can ask for as a broadcaster. Going back to the pregame show, when we visited with Ron Hecklinski, the veteran head coach for the Mishawaka Cavemen, Heck talked about the frustration at Northwood a week ago Friday yeah. with a chance to knock off the number one team in Class 3A, who got beat today by Washington. Yes, they did. Soundly. Woo! But... Mishawaka held, in fact, led by two at the end of three last Friday at Northwood, had a four-point lead fourth quarter to let that game get away. And he talked about the number of layups they missed. Oh, yeah. They missed a bunch of layups on the court Tuesday at Adams against the Eagles. And then last night, uh, one of those games where they were able to get lots of playing time, lots of kids contributing, uh, working on some things that you could see the evidence especially some offensive flow that looked better tonight, but one glaring weakness or thing that continues to haunt the K-Men, call it what you wish, that just the, the shots, the bunnies around the basket, Absolutely. they just are not finishing. Call luck, call it skill, call it, you know, things are going to uh, maybe even up as the uh, season turns to the postseason, who knows, but that has to be frustrating, not to mention as well, free throw shooting. The K-Men missed seven free throws in the fourth quarter alone and lose this game by one 
60 to 59. Riley snaps a five game losing streak. They improved to 11 up and 11 down. They're even 500 on the season. While Mishawaka, their record drops to 12 and 8 overall. Man, what a ball game, 60 yeah. 59. Yeah, now, and, and just to highlight what you just said, in the paint tonight, Mishawaka, 16 of 34. Forty-seven percent, and it, you know, like you said, you, you're just not going to win a lot of ball games if you can't hit the makeable shots. But give Riley credit. Absolutely, they competed defensively. Both teams competed well, defensively. And, and Riley was forty-five percent from the from the paint. They were nine of twenty. So I mean, neither team did a great job in the paint tonight offensively, but defensively they both brought it. So there is a little bit of that, like you said, and, and neither team. Did very well from the free throw line either. The storyline tonight saw this game not 17-17 after the first eight minutes. Riley took a one-point lead to the locker room, 28-27. Mishawaka would rebound, played a strong third quarter to lead by three, 44-41 after three, only to fall in defeat here at South and Riley, 60-59. The Cats win their 21st in That's a nuts. row in boys basketball here against the Mishawaka Cavemen. And you know, what a, what a seesaw of a season it's been for the Cavemen. After an 0-2 start, they won eight games in a row. Since then, they are four up and six down, including three and four here in the month of February. But there's still plenty of time to get things uh, as far as turned around or at least get the ship going the way Coach Heklinski wants going to the sectional. The draw is tomorrow. A huge rival game versus Penn, a great, Great Penn team under Coach Al Rhodes comes to town at the Cave on Tuesday. There should be a great crowd for that one. What an atmosphere it will be. And then Coach Ron Heklinski's final regular season game. He will coach as he announced his retirement just prior to the start of this regular season. Hex boys will take the court against South Bend St. Joe. But uh, it will also be donor awareness night. There'll be a special uh, uh, ceremony and certainly other significances with it being Coach Heklinski's final home game, final regular season game he will coach in his career. There's a lot to play for still Absolutely. in the month of February and then the sectional draw tomorrow will determine the map for not just Mishawaka and this Riley team. Hey, we can see them rematch. It wouldn't <laughs> surprise me at all oh, in no. the opening game of the sectional. How often do we see that, though? You, you, get, a, you get a great game at the end of the regular season, and then they meet up again right at the beginning of the, of the postseason. Far so too often. I would not be surprised in any way if that was the case. The rest of that Plymouth sectional next, uh, or rather a week from Tuesday, March 1 through the 5th, at Plymouth will feature... 13-8 Michigan City, this 12-8 Mishawaka team, the 11-10 Laporte Slicers, those were all teams with winning records, and then Adams, who's 9-12 going into the night tonight, 5-15, but host Plymouth, and then this Wildcat Club, who is now even up, 511 up and 11 down on the season. You mentioned about some good coaching by Alex Daniel. This game was well coached by both I agree. these mentors. It no, was well I, done. I absolutely agree, and I actually had a long talk with Alex Daniel. I know we didn't get a chance to hear his interview this morning or this afternoon because of the technical difficulties and such. But Oh, there's that T word again. It, I know, I know, but he... It's funny how he has approached this season and how he has done things with this club. I mean, they, they start one senior generally, and they start two freshmen. So he hasn't turned the page to next year, but everything they do right now is based on the present but also the future. And I have seen many games here this season, and he coached hard tonight. Yeah. He coached these boys hard, and they took that coaching as well. And so, uh, but you're right, Coach Eklinski coached a great game as well. I, I thought, again, was it the best basketball I've seen all year? No. 
but it was a, the one, it was the best high school basketball game I've seen, and that starts on the bench. Using a Hoosier hysteria cliche, maybe it was a barn burner. Yeah, here on the south side, Riley 60, Mishawaka 59. The final. Vince has a look at our final and individual team numbers. Absolutely. Uh, let's see here for Riley, 46% from the field tonight, 19 of 41 overall. Mishawaka was 43%, 20 of 46. From the three-point line, 50% for the Cats, 9 of 18 overall, 4 of 11 for Mishawaka, that's 36%. The free-throw line, we talked about it, it's been a problem for both teams. 13 of 22 for Riley, that's 59%. 15 of 29 for Mishawaka, that's 52%. Points in the paint dominated by Mishawaka, 32 to 18. Uh, Second-chance points also won by Mishawaka, 10 to 7. Here we go, some individual uh, statistics, first four. Mishawaka, I mean, excuse me, for Riley, Damarion Spann had 17 points, which I believe leads all scorers tonight. Marvin Schindler had 12. Brandon Williams had 11. Caleb Francis had 8. Sharon Chisholm, uh, Barbera, and Baird all with 3. Uh, Malik Richardson had 2. And A.J. Williams chipped in a single point to give Riley their 60. For Mishawaka, Jones was 5 of 12 from the field, 1 of 3 from 3, 4 of 7 from the free throw line. Eight of his 15 points came from the paint tonight. Tommy Herringer, 5 of 14 from the field. He was guilty of a lot of those close bunnies that I know he was frustrated about. He he doesn't hide his frustration very well, Brian, and I don't blame him. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Uh, but he, he had two huge three-pointers. He was 2 of 4 from beyond the arc, 3 of 4 from the free throw line, 6 of his points of his 15 points came from the paint. So Herringer and Jones tied for the team lead. Cooper Pritchett had an offensive explosion. He had 10 points tonight, five of seven from the field. All 10 of his points came from the paint. Mookie Ward, three of four from the field. He had 10 points tonight, three. He hit uh, three free throws and one three-pointer. Rashawn Johnson, two of five from the field, two of three from the charity stripe. He had six and rounding out the scoring for the Cavemen, Brendan Williams, Missed his two shots from the field. Only took two shots tonight. He was three of seven from the free throw line, so he had three points on the night. Again, your final score, Riley 60, Mishawaka 59. Going back and doing some recounting of the number I gave and shared just at the outset of the postgame show, actually the caveman missing eight Ouch. fourth quarter free throws. Yes. Ouch. Yeah. That's, word. And again, a one-point game. What a ball game. Yes. Coming up. We will uh, certainly uh, look ahead for both these schools. First for Southford Riley. They will get back on the floor. Tonight was their final home game of the regular season. They will be Tuesday, the 22nd, at Brandywine to take on the Bobcats up north of the border before they get ready, of course, for tournament play beginning March 1st, 2nd, and then through the uh, week up until Saturday the 5th. Again, the Class 4A, sectional number 3 will be played this year down at Plymouth High School. Meanwhile, this Mishawaka K-Man Club, Ron Heklinski's boys will try to bounce back with their 12-8 record. They will take to the court against the high-flying Penn Kingsman. Al Rhodes Ball Club playing incredibly well right now. Uh, Penn going into tonight had won seven games in a row, an 18-2 record, averaging 72.5 points per ball game, and they finished tied for first place in the Northern Indiana Conference with John Glenn and Marion. All three of those teams at 10-1 shared the NIC 
championship. But uh, we will see them, the black and gold from Penn High at the Cave Tuesday. Darren Pritchett will have the play-by-play -play right here, uh, 96 won the ton. And then on Tuesday, or check that, after Tuesday, then on Friday, we mentioned earlier about the regular season finale and the final game for Coach Ron Heklinski will be played at the Cave as far as his coaching. Uh, Regular season games for Mishawaka High School, hoping for a few games yet in the postseason in the sectionals in particular. But on Friday the 25th, Mishawaka will host the South Bend St. Joe Indians. So tonight with Riley, Tuesday with Penn, Friday with St. Joe. That's, 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 that's a like meat grinder, man. Well, it also sounds like an old NIC rivalry. Yeah, exactly. But, I uh, miss the NIC, Yes, Ryan. Yes, uh, some of us certainly do. But <laughs> here tonight, Riley prevails 60-59. Any final thoughts? Uh, you know what? Even though they came out on the short end, I've seen a lot of improvement from this Mishawaka team. And, uh, again, you could take positive things away, but there's also plenty of things that I know Coach Eklinski is going to want to work on in practice over the next couple of days. So uh, excited to see what they can do against Penn. But I tell you what, that Penn's a bit of a buzzsaw this year. So it's going to be, it's going to be a tough outing for Mishawaka. But uh, I'm excited to be back on the mic on Friday with Sean Styers. And uh, so that'll be fun to close out the regular season. And then, of course, uh, we will determine our postseason coverage, all based on the draw tomorrow from the IHSAA. Yes, I'll be watching. Diehard Hoosier Hysteria fans, the draw from the, IHS, uh, the IHSAA television network. And on the Internet will be taking place at 5 p.m. The draw for all nearly 400 schools around yeah. the state will be uh, unveiled. It's from not class a short 1A. show. It is not a short show. <laughs> the Class 1A all the way up to Class uh, 4A. And uh, we'll look forward to uh, finding out the uh, well the road to Indianapolis and uh, Hoosier hysteria for the 2022 campaign, the 112th edition, and certainly this Mishawaka team along with South and Riley, and the aforementioned Laporte Slicers, the Michigan City Wolves, the Adams Eagles, and the host Plymouth Pilgrims will all uh, duke it out in a six-team tournament, tipping off on Tuesday. March the 1st. Vince, a lot of fun working with you this season. Absolutely. Hopefully we'll get together and get to do this again in the postseason. We'll again wait for the schedule. You bet. But uh, Mishawaka K-Man basketball is a proud presentation here of 96 won the ton. And tonight's game also brought to you in part by the team at BSN Sports. Kevin Drazier and his squad proud to supply the uniforms and team apparel for several area high schools, including your Mishawaka K-Man. If your team wants to look really good, call Kevin Drazier and the team at BSN Sports at 574 229 79 99. JV tonight saw the K-Men prevail 54-48 and in the nightcap Riley snaps a five-game winning streak and beats the K-Men here tonight on the road on the south side of South Bend. The Cats are celebrating on senior night. Final score Riley 60, Mishawaka 59. For Vince D'Addario, I'm Brian Miller. Stay tuned. Our post-game show will wrap up after this timeout with Matt Embry and a complete rundown on the U.S. Signcrafter scoreboard here as you're in tune with the K-Men on 96-1